Good morning and welcome to our online services here at Gaston First United Methodist Church, wherever you are and with whomever you are, we're glad that you're connected to us in worship today. Thank you for taking time out to worship with us and uh, we hope that you will receive a blessing from everything that we do today, from already from the music and and just from knowing that we are together even when we're apart. I've got a couple of announcements to share with you today. Uh, first is this. This is Communion Sunday, and just because we're not gathered together doesn't mean we're not going to celebrate Holy Communion. We're doing it a little bit different this time. We're doing, on, uh, we're doing drive-through Communion, and that means from 5 to 7 p.m. this evening, we're going to be down at the portico, uh, and we're going to be serving drive through communion. You'll stay in your car, and you'll be served, and Pastor Andy and I will be there, and I think Tammy is going to be there helping, and we're going to have gloves and masks on. We will serve you individually through your car window and greet you, and it will be as special as we can make it. I hope that you will come and join us. Tell your neighbor to come and receive communion with us too, and we'll do uh, all that we can do to make it uh, a special time for you. Um, another thing that I want to tell you about is the mission emphasis that we have in August. We just had Christmas in July, and we collected stockings for the Salvation Army. Thank you for doing that. But in August, our mission emphasis is going to be supporting our adopted school Stripland Elementary School and so we know that it's time for school to begin and everybody's a little bit anxious the teachers are the students are but eventually the students will be coming back to, to school and we asked uh, Mr. Ash the principal and we asked the teachers what their biggest need would be and they said they really needed all the hand sanitizer they could get and all of the disinfectant wipes that they could get, and all of the hand soap with the refillable bottles that they could get. If you could help out by getting some of those items when you go shopping, pick up a couple of those or more, and um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have some collection points. On the next three coming up Thursdays, on August the 6th and August the 13th and August the 20th, from 11 to one, from that window, we're going to have collection bins at the Chestnut Street entrance. If you could come by and drop off your items in those bins, and we will collect them for the next three weeks, and then we'll get them to Stripling. Thank you so much for your help. I know, you'll, I know you're going to be generous like you always are, and we love uh, Stripling School, and we're going to uh, continue to support them the best that we can. I'd like to ask you now if you will just pause and join me as we go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious God, thank you for blessing us with another day. It's sometimes easy to count our problems when we're facing so many of them and when we're in just unusual anxious times. But help us to count our blessings today and focus on what we do have rather than on what we don't have. Help us to hone our minds in and to focus our, our hearts on what your spirit would say to us through the music, through the liturgy, through the message. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. As we worship together this morning, I invite you to sing with us, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. 
And now we join Christians around the world and across the ages as we affirm our faith together with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Again, we are so glad that you are here to worship with us this morning. If you have a prayer concern, would you write that in the comments right now? This is the time in the service where you can give uh, financial gifts and offerings to the church. Uh, if you would like to do so, you can do that on the church website. You can also mail those in to the church as well. Uh, but as I said, let's write our comments, uh, write in the comments anybody that we want to lift up in prayer. I especially want to lift up those who are teachers this year as it's going to be a, a very different year for the teachers. Uh, and also lift up those students and healthcare workers. If you have a student, whether going to college or high school, middle school, elementary school, write their name in the comments, write the name of a teacher in the comments and a healthcare worker. Uh, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Loving God, we are uh, thankful that we are able to come to worship together. Um, and, and right now, God, we lift up those in our church that are hurting. We lift up those who are sick. We lift up those who are lonely right now. We pray for your grace uh, and strength to be upon them. Uh, we lift up those that are teachers, God. We pray that you will give them wisdom this year uh, on the decisions that they have to make um, and the challenges that they'll face. We pray that you will just guide them. We pray for students those that will be doing school virtually and those that will be going in person, God, give them, uh, just give them wisdom and give them peace as they're having uh, a difficult or a transition time right now. And we pray for all of our friends and all those church members we have that are healthcare workers. God, be with them, grant them grace. And God, sometimes we don't even know what to pray for our friends uh, and those in the community, and we join in. The, the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
We're so glad that you're here to worship with us uh, this morning. Our scripture today comes from Ephesians 5, uh, verse 15 through 20. I'll be reading out of the Common English Bible. This is what it says. So be careful to live your life wisely, not foolishly. Take advantage of every opportunity because these are evil times. Because of this, don't be ignorant, but understand the Lord's will. Don't get drunk on wine, which produces depravity. Instead, be filled with the Spirit in the following ways. Speak to each other with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music to the Lord in your hearts. Always give thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So I can tell you that this past week, I knew this was going to be my scripture. I've had a week to meditate on it. I've had a week to think about the idea of resetting priorities. And I've had uh, time to think about how the pandemic, how COVID fits into all of this because it's affecting every aspect of our lives. Uh, And I was reminded of these three simple points. God as our first priority. Wisdom is our number two thing that we need wisdom right now. And three, carpe diem, that we need to seize the day. So for the month of August, we will be in a sermon series called Reset. With school starting back in just a couple weeks, some of us getting back to some kind of normal, I've been challenged with resetting priorities personally. And I think it's a good time for all of us to reevaluate what's important to us. So this month, uh, we're going to be resetting lots of things. Pastor Sam will be speaking about resetting forgiveness next Sunday. Then we'll be talking about self-care. I need to reset how I'm taking care of my body, uh, resetting our attitude, and resetting our expectations. But again, today we're starting with priorities. And I ask you this questions, uh, this question, have your priorities shifted at all due to COVID-19? And have you been putting God first uh, as the first priority lately? There's even a Christian club at the high school. You know what it's called? It's called First Priority. So we have these signs all around, and and we know we're supposed to have God as this first priority in our lives. But if we're honest, we don't always have God as the first priority, do we? And if I'm honest, over the past five, six months, however long it's been some type of quarantine going on, if I'm honest, over this period of time, sometimes the fear of the unknown, sometimes worry, or maybe even sometimes boredom, They've sometimes crept up to that first priority spot. And maybe you could say, well, that's not really a priority, but it it is because it's crept up and it's made itself on the top shelf of time filler, energy filler, that thing that is sucking life out of me at times. Has it been the same for you? Or has it been something else that maybe at times has taken God's spot at number one in your life? And maybe for some of you, not meeting in person for some of your worship services or small groups... Maybe that's really had a hit on your spiritual walk and and kind of removed God from that number one spot in your life. And I've been challenged with this scripture all week long. It's Matthew 6, 33. This is what it says. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So that scripture has been in my mind all week, but it hasn't been just the, the scripture like that. It's been in the form of a song. I don't know if you noticed, but Benny played that song, and we heard JT and everybody in the sanctuary, the very few of us that that are here, we sang the song, Seek Ye First, and it's from the scripture. It's been in my mind all week. All week long, when I walk the dog or I'm just out and about, 
I've, I've heard Benny playing the organ to seek ye first in my head. I've had this reminder to keep God first, to seek God first. Another scripture that comes to mind is Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven: Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Give God everything we have. That number one first spot, our first priority is God. So I have homework today, and we're going to have three little sets of homework, okay? And you can tell me, oh, we never have homework at church. Why are you giving us homework? Listen, it's still covid time. You should, you should have a little extra free time, all right? So uh, my first assignment for homework is this. This is a hymn book here, okay? Find a song that reminds you to put God first. I've had Seek Ye First, the Kingdom of God. That's been in my head all week long, that constant reminder to put God in that number one spot. You can find that song on YouTube. You can find it on iTunes, whatever it may be. You can find a very traditional version of it with a choir singing. You can find a kid's version. You can find an acu- uh, a contemporary version with somebody singing with an acoustic guitar. And maybe that song doesn't even speak to you. Find something, whether it's a song, a scripture, something that will be in your mind all week that reminds you to put God in that number one spot. Now, our second thing we're going to talk about is wisdom. When we talk about our priorities, we know, we know God's supposed to be in that number one priority spot. We've been told that our whole lives, and sometimes we just let, let that slip away. We put something else there. But I've got to tell you, during COVID season, right, this is, our, this is our scroll of everything that we have to do, right? And we all got it. This is our whole list of everything we've got to do in here. And, um, and everybody's got one of those lists. We know our family's got to be up at the top on our priority list, uh, but then we have some goofy stuff, right? Like, what day should I cut the lawn, and what should I do about this, what should I do about that? And I would say COVID-19 shifted a lot of that stuff for us, but how do we figure out this list? And I think the key for it is wisdom, seeking God and asking God for wisdom on how to prioritize the other things on our list. Our opening scripture was Ephesians 5, and in verse 15 it said this, So be careful to live your life wisely, not foolishly. Now, when Paul wrote this, I don't think he was speaking to people that were going through a pandemic, but it fits so much for us today. How can we make wise decisions in such confusing times? So let us be challenged this Sunday. Wisdom to get our priorities in the right order. Have any of your priorities shifted recently? Did they change at all? Uh, For some of us, we've just been in survival mode and now we're trying to get everything back in order. Maybe you've been training or working really hard for some goal and some event and then it got canceled. So when this scripture talks about being wise instead of foolish, it's important. How on earth can I be wise right now? Have you prayed for wisdom? I know I need to. God help us with wisdom because we don't have all the answers right now. When I think about our church family and the community in Gadsden... We have people making really hard choices right here in this church right now. We have families that go to Gadsden City Schools, and some of the families are having to make that choice of, Junior's going to be going to, uh, to school virtually, and, and how do we do that? Does one of the parents maybe have to stay home from work for a while, or how do we figure that out? And then for our friends that go to schools in the county, in Etowah County Schools, they have choices to make. Do we send our kid to school in person or do we choose virtual? How do, we, how do we balance that decision? 
How does wisdom fall into that? How can we seek God for what's best for our family? We have families in this church right now that with the economy maybe sometimes can not at the best. We have families that are confused thinking, uh, do we need to be saving in case somebody's going to get laid off or, or not get paid as much for a while? So big decisions, big decisions with wisdom. And I think about not only us as a church family and our families that are here, but wisdom for our community, for the Gadsden community, that we need to pray for wisdom for those making big decisions. The Gadsden City Board of Education has been on my mind. They've had to make really big decisions lately. Some of you may love the decision they made to have school virtually to start. Then other of you uh, may hate that decision. But we need to pray for the people making these really tough decisions to pray for wisdom for them, pray for wisdom for our teachers, for our parents, for our community in general. I know personally when I pray for wisdom, when I've been thinking about this all week, I'm praying for wisdom that I'll know when to listen. Because I like to talk a lot, and that gets, that gets me in trouble. Wisdom to know when to speak. Wisdom to put things in the right priority. So this is homework number one was something that will remind us to put God in that first priority spot. And for me, it's been a hymn. It's been seek ye first, right? So that's number one homework assignment. Number two homework assignment, I want you to read a chapter of Scripture. It's Proverbs chapter 8. I'll say it one more time so you can write it down. Proverbs chapter 8. It's called the Wisdom's Autobiography. Did you know Wisdom's Autobiography was in there? Uh, we could all use wisdom right now. Everybody. And when I think I don't need more wisdom, when I think I've got it all together, JT, you know what I do? Something really stupid. When I think I've got it all together and I don't need wisdom, I'll do something really dumb. <laughs> so here are some highlights from Proverbs 8. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's 36 verses, but I'm going to give you some of my favorite parts of it. I want you to read the rest of it on your own, but here's what it says. Doesn't wisdom cry out and understanding shout? Atop the heights along the path, at the crossroad, she takes her stand. By the gate before the city, at the entrance, she shouts, I cry out to you people. My voice goes out to all humanity. Take my instruction rather than silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. Wisdom is better than pearls. Nothing is more delightful than she. I have found knowledge and discretion. I hate pride and arrogance. By, by me, kings rule and princes issue righteous decrees. By me, rulers govern and officials judge righteously. I love those who love me. Those who seek me will find me. My fruit is better than gold, even fine gold. My crops are better than choice silver. I walk on the way of righteousness, on the path of justice. The Lord created me at the beginning of his way, before his deeds long in the, in the past. I was formed in ancient times at the beginning before the earth was. This is my favorite part of Proverbs 8. Now children, listen to me. Happy are those who keep my ways. Listen to instruction and be wise. Don't avoid it. Those who find me find life. They gain favor from the Lord. So that's homework number two is Proverbs 8. To really meditate on it and ask God for wisdom. I would say not just wisdom for us, but wisdom for our community, wisdom for those making decisions, right? And here's number three. Number three is pretty fun, right? Number three is going to be the fun one. 
In our opening scripture from Ephesians, it reminds us to seize the day. This is what it says. Take advantage of every opportunity. Take advantage of every opportunity because these are evil times. I had a friend who was a youth pastor in Florida for many years. And whenever he would do an event, he would call it carpe diem, which means seize the day. He would want to make it the most uh, extravagant, wild, filled with fun activities day. Because he would say, let's seize the day, carpe diem. So when this scripture talks about seizing every, taking uh, advantage of every opportunity, we're reminded how can we be used by God during su- such a strange time. It's easy for any of us to say, I'm just going to isolate myself so this virus doesn't get me. I'm just going to sit and watch TV. But we just talked about wisdom, didn't we? And we talked about putting God number one. Maybe there's some safe ways while we're protecting ourselves and others that we can still serve that we can be used by God to be the hands and feet of Jesus in the community at this time. I watch some sci-fi movies, and I sometimes come up with weird things. I've said this before. If I could freeze myself, and uh, then just wake me up in 2021 when everything's all back to normal, that would be great, right? But that's not what God wants. (laughs) God wants us right now to seize the moment, to be used to do great things for God during this time. I had one of those carpe diem, carpe diem moments last week. Um, I was here at the church last Friday, uh, about four o'clock. I was so tired of just sitting around, and I called my daughter Afton, and I said, let's seize the day. Let's go enjoy it, right? And uh, I said, we're going to go hiking. So we drive up to Camp Sumatanga. I was so excited. We love to climb on the rocks there, and you won't believe it. They had the parking lot blocked off, and I thought, oh, no. We should just go home and sit on the couch, right? But no, I wanted to seize the day. I wanted to enjoy the day that God has made, right? I wanted to enjoy nature. So we Googled it, and you won't believe what I discovered. And I know many of you watching are from Alabama. I'm not from these parts. I'm a Yankee. So uh, I find a town called Aniana, and I realize they're famous for covered bridges. Who knew? We went and found a couple covered bridges. We walked across them. I'm just telling you, we had the time of our lives. We found a park called Palisades Park. I highly recommend it. I could be on the uh, Aniana Tourism Board right now. I'm just telling you how much I loved it. It was great. We had the best time hiking, enjoying it. And then we had the best ice cream. It was Lupita's ice cream in Aniana. And you know what? That could have been one of those days where we just sat around. But me and my kid, we just had the best time. The best time. We seized the day. We seized the moment. And I'm reminded that it's easy right now to just kind of shut down but seize the day. Maybe God wants you to reconnect with somebody or, or have some fun with friends or go on a hike. Or maybe there's ways that you can serve in a radical way during this time. Uh, here's some thoughts I had about carpe diem, ways that we could seize the day, simple ways that we could serve during this time. Have you thought about that family next door? Maybe they're leaving their kids at home because the kids have to do virtual school and the parents have to go to work. Maybe you could give them a contactless lunch, make a really good lunch once a week, leave it on the porch, do something nice like that, or make them a snack bag or cookies. Maybe let that family know that you can be an emergency contact if they need any help. Maybe grocery shop for a loved one that can't get out. There's many lonely people around here right now that can't get out. I bet they would love a visit on their front porch. 
And, you know, we talked about wisdom, but maybe it was social distancing, sit real far away and just have a good talk and a good visit. Maybe help somebody financially. I don't know what it is. Ask God. Ask God how it is that you can carpe diem, how you can seize the day even during this time. Maybe it's go on a date with your spouse. Maybe cook a dinner and act like you're in Paris in the backyard. Decorate it up. Seize the moment. Seize the day. I've heard of these crazy stories lately of people seizing the moment. I've heard of stories of people getting online degrees during quarantine or starting a business, being creative. And this is for young people, all right? You might not ever get a moment in your life like this again where there's so much downtime. Practice that band instrument, that talent that you have, that gift you have, that passion that God put in your heart. Go for it right now. Maybe practice your basketball skills when you have the downtime. Whatever it may be, you might not get this opportunity again. And I'd also tell you, uh, there's only a little bit of summertime left. Don't waste it sitting on the couch. Use wisdom. Seek God with wisdom. Be safe. Wear your mask. Don't be in a large crowd. But seize the day. Seize the day. So remember, homework number one, seek God. Uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Number two, Proverbs 8, read the scripture. Here's number three, carpe diem, all right? Carpe diem. Seize the moment, seize the day. If you can't tell what this is, this is a surfboard, all right? And this reminds us to seize the day, to seize the moment. To say, God, it's been kind of a sad time with COVID, but you know what? It's not going to ruin my day. I'm going to seize the moment. I'm going to go enjoy something. I'm going to go enjoy a hike. I'm going to go enjoy... Uh, social distancing, doing something, serving in some way, seizing the moment. And if you have trouble remembering this one, just imagine JT and Benny right after church surfing somewhere, all right? If that'll help you remember that. Let's pray. Loving God, I pray that you will send us reminders throughout the week to put you first. I pray that you will give us all wisdom. We all need it. And I pray that when we're feeling down or tired or discouraged, that you will remind us to seize the day, to seize the moment. There are people to serve. There are places that we can be the hands and feet of Jesus. May we also enjoy and carpe diem with our family, with our friends. May we seize the moment. And we thank you that we are able to serve during this time. We thank you that you have called us and are using us during an for during a pandemic. We thank you that we're being used during this time. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Will you sing with us? We are going to sing the hymn, Here I Am, Lord.
So as we leave here today, I want to remind you that we will be in the portico from 5 to 7 for communion, drive-through communion. We would love to see you. But may we all be challenged to seek first the kingdom of God. We may, may we seek wisdom from God. And may we seize the day. Go in peace.